0: Expand your mind and enrich your world. It's time
1: for another outstanding
0: podcast from ICRT.
1: I'm Nancy Sun with today's episode of Easy News. The Thai X opened down 43 points this morning from yesterday's close at 16,827 on turnover of 4.1 billion NT. The market closed marginally lower on Wednesday as artificial intelligence development-related stocks continued to trend down and investors opted to pocket recent gains. Investors also remained cautious as the main board moved closer to the nearest technical resistance, ahead of the 17,000-point mark, prompting many to stay on the sidelines throughout much of the trading day. New Taipei mayor and KMT presidential candidate Ho Yo-i says he will not phase out nuclear power if elected, and will instead reopen decommissioned plants. The statement comes as Ho is laying out his energy policy platform and 2050 energy vision. According to Ho, his policies include ensuring environmental sustainability, national security, people's health, and an orderly transition to renewables. Ho says he also plans to develop renewable energy sources as well as use nuclear power to replace coal-fired power and reduce greenhouse gas emissions in order to ensure environmental sustainability. The Air Force and Navy will be holding their annual Joint Precision Missile Live Fire exercise in waters off the southeast coast from August 15th through 17th. According to defense officials, air-to-air and anti-ship missile systems will be tested during the exercise. Sources are being reported as saying the Air Force will be deploying Mirage 2005, IDF, and F-16V jet fighters. While the Navy will be test-firing the Taiwan-made Shengfeng anti-ship missile at four decommissioned vessels, the Coast Guard administration will be participating in the precision missile drill for the first time this year. Ecuadorian presidential candidate Fernando Villavicencio was shot and killed by an unidentified gunman while at a political rally in the country's capital of Quito. President Guillermo Lasso vowed that the crime will not go unpunished. The 59-year-old politician was one of eight presidential candidates for the late August election. He also filed many judicial complaints against high-ranking members of the government of former President Rafael Correa. Early accounts show that several others were injured in the attack, though authorities did not confirm how many. The killing comes amid a wave of violence in the South American nation, with drug trafficking and violent killings on the rise. And Ugandan economists say the World Bank's move to halt loans to Uganda over the country's anti-gay law could reverse its economic gains. The country has just recorded the lowest inflation in the last 15 months, which was considered an indication it was recovering from the COVID-19 shocks. Hilary Asinga reports.
0: Uganda is facing new economic sanctions over the anti-gay law. The World Bank has halted new loans to the country because of the controversial legislation. The international lender says the law contradicts its values. John Walgembe, a Ugandan economist, says the decision is likely to hurt Uganda's economy. Uganda's government says the decision is unjust, but says it will continue to engage the World Bank and other partners to review the sanctions. In May last year, the Uganda government enacted the Anti-Homosexuality Law, which imposes a death penalty for so-called aggravated homosexuality. The U.S. government has also asked Uganda to repeal the controversial anti-gay law of face sanctions. Hilara Yisiga, Kampala
1: And that was the ICRT News. Check in again tomorrow for our simplified version of the news, uploaded every day in the afternoon. Enjoy the rest of your day. I'm Nancy Sun.